Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, and if you are in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. I thought I would just lean into the Thanksgiving vibe today and let's wrap about gratitude. Uh, specifically having an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, it rhymes. I'm going with that too. And the concept of how powerful gratitude is. So gratitude is one of those things that has, I don't know, it kind of got like in and it kind of got its moment and then it sort of went so far and everybody's like, oh, I'm grateful. I'm blessed. La la la. And then everybody started making fun of it. Like, It was like, I don't know, like everybody's too cool to be grateful. Like, I don't understand. Um, I love that gratitude and being grateful has gotten more press, shall I say, Uh, because I think that even when we're having the worst day with our dogs, you know, a bad day in the ring, uh, NQ after NQ, that gratitude can really turn us around. And uh, there's actually science to prove that, right? Smart people have studied brains and and people on meditation and people on gratitude and and the ability for uh, gratitude, being grateful, being thankful for something can, the power of how it can turn our moods around and our energy. The other thing that gratitude does is it focuses us on the positive and we will always get further in life, whether we are trying to get better at something, therefore building on strengths, or whether we're just trying to be more positive, maybe be more positive about our handling, be more positive about maybe our situation, maybe look for the sunny side of a slump. Um, You know, whatever it is, when we turn to, when we turn our attention away from what we're obsessing maybe over and what's bothering us and turn it toward the pieces of it that we can be grateful for then we see and feel like an emotional shift. And when we shift our thoughts, we now can think more clearly. We can come at things from a more positive angle. We can impact our performance, our connections with our dogs, and you know just our general outlook. So it is super powerful. And I don't want it to get swept up in trends and like what's cool or what's not cool or it shouldn't be that it should just be something that is part of what we do and I think you know you know the one thing that I don't know it's a trite meme I guess or something that you know and and it's applied to all kinds of sports right but it is true that even a bad day in the ring um is just a great day because we're spending it with our dogs right and there's a million versions of that you probably already corrected me in your mind as you were listening to me kind of butcher that. And that's fine. I'm cool with that. Um, But the point is, is like we play these sports and we get so intense, but at the end of the day, 
that same dog that you're so mad at, you're making room for in bed at night, right? Or you are obsessing about the latest supplement or some cool thing to give them or that could help them or they're, you know, they go from the ring where they made you so uh, frustrated and they go straight to the chiropractor acupuncturist, right? So we know that at the end of the day, one of the things we are grateful for is our dogs and their effort and the fact that they are trying or they're going through their own stuff and they are still trying to show up for us in whatever way that they are able to in that moment. So when we think about how to turn it around and how to feel genuine about it, you know, I think that it is gratitude and running dogs and competing is really in line with process goals. Sorry, don't want to ruin it, take the fun out of it, but it really is. Because when we come out of the ring, you know, we can, and maybe we don't cue, but we come out of the ring and we're like, yes, but my goal was XYZ and we nailed that. That's also looking at that positive, being grateful for that piece, being grateful that you got a chance to walk in the ring and work on the stuff that you're working on. So it's a little bit about perspective. It's a little bit about process goals. It's a little bit about remembering that it's not always about the outcome. It's not always about the result your Facebook post, um, the things you can tell other people when they walk by and ask how your day's going. You know, sometimes it's about more things than that. You know, sometimes it's about, you know, just putting miles on a dog who's struggling to have a good experience and you, like in agility, you're doing jumps one, two, three, 19 and 20 and you're out because you're just trying to have fun with your dogs for a change, right? Someone else might not even know what's going on. So how could they weigh in on that? But you're grateful that your dog ran with you and stayed connected to you for those five jumps or those obstacles, right? So it's it's about perspective. It's about staying true to yourself. It's about understanding what it is that you're after. And when we focus on gr- being grateful and focus on what we're grateful for and having an attitude of gratitude, if you will, um, then what it does is it shifts where we're looking, right? We're not looking for trouble. We're looking for the great things, right? We're not looking to fix problems or for the negative or counting cues. We're looking at progress and we're looking at the fun we're having with our dog and the fact that we are privileged to be able to even afford the entry fees and the gas and be able to get there and be able to play with our dogs and be able to have those experiences and make those memories with our minds and, you know, take the photos and all of the things that go along with it, right? It just shifts the energy. So I think that that's the part of, you know, maybe the gratitude or the gratitude journaling or things like that, that people lose sight of um, because they don't realize or maybe haven't experienced the power of it. I have a friend of mine who, you know, years ago we were talking about being grateful and making it into more of a practice. And she started um, posting on Facebook every day something that she was grateful for. And she still does it. She's been doing it for years, years. And it's become such a lovely daily habit. It's good energy. She's posting good energy. She posts other things, you know, she posts her life like the rest of us. But she does that and has been committed to that every day. And it's become such a habit that I noticed the other day she like missed one and couldn't believe she missed one. And the post was about missing one, right? Because 
the habits, the things we do on a regular basis, imagine what a great impact. She has a habit of looking at the sunny side of something, you know, a habit of being grateful. Like that is hugely powerful. And there are lots of ways to incorporate it. I think that it doesn't just need to come up when you're in trouble, right? You know, you're having a bad round or a bad weekend and it shouldn't just be like, okay, I'm going to switch to being grateful. Yeah, that's great. It is a tool in the toolbox in that way, but it is stronger if you are practicing some type of gratitude habit on the regular, right? Practicing it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so that if you need it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it doesn't feel desperate. Um, It feels like a, a tool or it just feels easy, right? It just feels easy to look for the positive, to look for the grateful things, the things that you are thankful for. Um, And I think the other things, if you think about how to incorporate it in your daily practice, I've done a few different things. Um, I used to use it uh, to fall asleep a lot. And that sounds kind of crazy and ridiculous and counterintuitive maybe, but I kind of used it like that old thing about counting sheep. I would just lie in bed and I would start with the same few things. I would always say, you know, thank you for 15 years with my my first dog's Dugan. He was a lab mix, you know, and I'll say thank you for the nine years with karma and, you know, thank you for our health and our safety. And I, I start the same way every time. And that is literally how I start, by the way, because it gets me into a groove, right? It gets me into a groove. And then from there, I just lie there and I think about just list off things I'm grateful for. You know, I'm grateful for my car, where I live, um, you know, the generosity of friends for, you know, a great weekend. And, you know, you can start with the whole adage of nothing is too small. But when you go on like that, you really find that there's a whole bunch of things to be grateful for, even if you're having a lousy day. And so that's one way to do it. And I still do that. I find it very meditative in that you're blocking out all the other thoughts. You're only focusing on what you're grateful for. And you just kind of keep running through the list until you literally fall asleep on your own thoughts. So that's one way. Another way, uh, another thing that I really like is before your feet hit the floor in the morning, you have to think about or say or write down three things that you're grateful for before you even get out of bed in the morning. And I love that because what better way, what better energy to start your day than starting it with the positive and by looking for those things that really, you're, you really have a lot of gratitude around. And so I love that. And of course, there is journaling. There's, um, you know, using it in the moment. If you're having a rough day, I think it works to really It's like a switch that you can flip. It's literally at your disposal at all times. And so sometimes if you're having a really tough time with your dog and they're being really obstinate, you can say, you know, I really like this dog's tenacity, (laughs) you know, or this dog is really resilient or this dog keeps working with me. I can't believe that, you know, we've been wrong four times on this sequence and this dog is still working and trying and still willing to work with me, right? So I think that that's a way to use it in the moment. But again, I think that you have to have it, gratitude sort of locked and loaded as a habit. And I do think once you make it a habit, it does become an attitude. And it does really then start to impact your process goals, how you see your days, your perspective, your lens, the lens on which you look through 
um, of a weekend, right? You evaluate a weekend through the lens of gratitude is a lot different than evaluating a weekend through the lens of, oh my God, these are the 10 things we kept screwing up, right? It even feels different. When I say it, it even sounds, it rings different, right? So I want you to really think about that as we, you know, in America, we've sort of, I don't know, the Thanksgiving today uh, is a little different than the Thanksgiving in my childhood when, you know, my childhood, everything was closed and it was about family and food and, you know, getting together and, you know, starting off the meal with something we were grateful for. And today it's all like, you know, well, is Target open or not? You know, there's Black Friday sales and it's just crazy. And so I'm, you know, those of you who are listening from other countries, first of all, thank you. Um, but also, you're lucky that, I, or at least I hope you are escaping our Black Fridayness <laughs> that is going on right now. And I urge everybody on this who's listening just to really use this holiday to or this month to reignite your practice of gratitude and what that looks like for you. A friend of mine, Lizzie LaRock, who also has a great pro- podcast runs a free uh, gratitude gravy uh, group for the month of November. And it's just like, uh, you know, you can sign up for her her to get her emails, but she, she also has a great Facebook group. And um, it's literally every day for the month of November. It's just, a, I guess she really starts it. Maybe it's a holiday countdown now that I think about it. I don't know. I'm getting the days wrong. It just started. You're not missing. You've missed like three days. Um, But it really is every day. There's just like a practice, a thing that you do. And it's like a prompt. So her first prompt, I think we started on a Tuesday and it was TWO. So Tuesday. And it was take two minutes to thank someone. So write him an email, um, you know, send him a note, uh, you know, a text, whatever. Just take two minutes to say thank you to someone else. And I literally looked at that practice. I was like, oh my God, I should make every Tuesday, like, you know, thank you Tuesday kind of a thing. Because little things like that really get us going. And I thought, I always have someone to thank. There's always someone in my life I can thank for supporting me or thank you for hospitality or for just being a friend or what what have you. So I really loved that. And, you know, there's, there's ways to, Lizzie LaRock is great. There's ways to, she teaches about savoring things and really thinking through like the really great parts and really living, reliving them and journaling and really making them deep and rich or going back through your photos. She has a lot with positive psychology and photos. She's a beautiful photographer and just thinking through how um, you can look at a photo in your, um, what do you call it? Camera roll words and uh, go back and just stare at that photo for a while. It's like our visualization exercise and just really relive everything that was wonderful and great about that day. That's a way to savor that moment and, and really be grateful that you had that wonderful experience. So just think about use this time of year, not necessarily for shopping sales, <laughs> although get your deals if you need them, um, but to use it as a an excuse, as a prompt, as a reminder to kick off, reinvigorate your attitude of gratitude and just really get yourself into a really good practice of being grateful and also knowing and having faith that that tool is there for you um, whenever you need it. It's a muscle we have to flex, right? We have to use it. We have to, it's it's actually, it is a skill that you can build and a reflex really that because we want to react we want to respond, right? We don't want to just react reflexively. 
Um, but if we do, do it with gratitude, right? We want to think about our response rather and really think about gratitude. But if you can make it so that it's your reflex, your go-to, your how you see the world, I mean, you're just how you wake up in the morning is going to change and you're going to smile and you're going to have energy and you're going to look at your dogs and be like, we had a rough day in the ring, but by God, there's no one I'd rather watch this Netflix with than you on the couch, <laughs> right? So both things can be true. <laughs> you can have a bad day in the ring and still be really grateful for your dog and your partner and that both of you are trying and you're on this journey together. So use this Thanksgiving to reinvigorate your your gratitude Think of some cool practices you can do. Encourage someone else to do it with you because it's always more fun to do it with someone. It's group accountability, but also you're you're moving this forward, right? Take what I'm telling you, make it your own, and push it forward because the world could use a lot more of this energy right now. And I hope that you go into this whole holiday season with this top of mind. You know, maybe it's just do do something in your gratitude every day for the rest of this year right? Or every day from now until um, the holidays, uh, whether whatever holiday you celebrate, right? Just just do it to the end of the year. It's just easier. <laughs> um, and just see how it impacts you, okay? So that's my challenge to you this week. If you are on your way to a trial, I know I've got a beauty pageant dog show this weekend. Um, just think about that. Look around the ring, look around your venue, and think of some things to be grateful for, even as about you're about to go in the ring. Remember, the last thing I always say to my dogs before I walk in the ring is thank you for doing this with me. Because remember, it wasn't their idea to enter. They might have picked another group activity for you to. So thank your dogs. Thank those who support you. Thank the people who will, you know, make it possible that we can all go do this. And, you know, most importantly, as I always say, have a great weekend with your dogs. And if you are in the U.S., enjoy the holiday and save some turkey for your dogs. All right. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.